Good morning, as my printer churns in the background, spitting out pages of my current manuscript that I'm working on. You can hear it. There it goes. Chewing out, chewing out page after page after page. As my manuscript is, is being resolved by this marvelous industrial device that, that brings me endless pleasure, my, 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 what is this printer? This is an HP something or other. It's a big multifunction unit that does all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, 7740 is the machine name. It's an incredible printer. I've owned two of these things. One of them was taken from me. <laughs> so I, I'm just, I'm, I, I want to dive in with uh, a thought, what I hope is a thought-provoking lecture that, that takes a look at the macro-organism that we resolve as, the, the larger macro-organism that we resolve as, as a collective species, and looks at how culture limits our ability to become something better, how, to, how, how culture constrains us so that we resolve as a prevailingly parasitic macroorganism that is feasting on the planet. We'll skip for now the, 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 the chemical resolution that, that is higher than that macroorganism, because that chemical, that, so long as we are a parasitic macro, series of macroorganisms feasting on the planet, the, the, the nature of the chemical catalyst that we resolve as is actually caustic, it's acidic, it's, 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 it's breaking down the biome at a remarkably rapid rate. And, and because you live in an extremely accelerated time and, and you have a very short lifespan, you don't realize that in the planet's time we're acting with remarkable speed and effect on changing the, the, the chemistry and the biome of the planet and, and crashing those things. So we're, as we've seen elsewhere in these lectures, culture is really consequential because it, it constrains our realities, which constrains and limits the kinds of choices that we make for ourselves and that we make collectively. And what this means is that, that, that more than nine times out of 10, we consistently engage in behaviors that support the industrial paradigm, and that means that we consistently engage in behaviors that resolve in a larger and larger series of macroorganisms, which are inherently parasitic and are fe and are feasting upon the, the 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 planet's lived vitality. And 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 really, you know, it's it's, it's remarkable when you think about. How, how quickly and how rapidly we've 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 not only sickened the planet, but actually we've devoured the planet's treasure trove of natural resources, most of them, in about 130 years. And if you think about it, a planet's lifespan, our planet's lifespan, is probably another four billion years, and and we've really selfishly and maddeningly consumed most of the petroleum, most of the coal, most of the, the heavy metals, most of the precious metals. We've consumed most of those things. Most of, the, most of the natural resources have already fallen into industrial manufacturing cycles and have already come into your homes. And what's more, they've already passed out of your homes and into landfills and into the ocean. 
And what what we're missing here when we when we think about the planet's bank of natural resources is the the, the the natural resources that we had starting out on this planet, you know, timber too, trees. The, the, uh, 130 years ago, the entire planet was carpeted in trees. And now it's hardly carpeted in trees at all. And the trees that are left are actually catching fire and burning every summer. And we've got a big, big, big problem that that keeps happening. So... Where we're at is we have chewed through a, a treasure trove of natural resources that, that you might argue had been, had been purposed by something higher, something greater, to, to last this, the citizens of this planet for quite a number of years before natural processes replenish those resources again. So, so we, and by quite a number of years, I don't mean 50 or 60 years, I mean several thousand years. The, 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 the resources that we consumed in the last century were enough to carry a modestly successful industrial civilization forward for several thousand years if we had, if we had accurately measured how, many, how, how much of those resources were available and scaled our operations to see to it that, that, that well, if, we, if we played a long game. We don't play a long game. We play a short game. In everything we do, whether you're talking about the stock market, looking at year-over-year and quarter-over-quarter results, there's no long game there. That's all short view. That's all short game stuff. We've been remarkably short-sighted in our consumption of our natural resources. And what that means is we're not leaving anything for future generations. What we're leaving for future generations is trash and junk. And we know from previous lectures that junk is anything that 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 a natural system can't eat. So how do we change this? What's 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 the remedy? What's what's the remedy? Well, I want to I want to talk to you about an interesting concept, and I really want to I really want to impress upon you the necessity of of this next concept, and and and, and then I want to reassure you that I believe it's already happening. And the concept that I want to work with today is called Renaissance. And of course, there is a common understanding that, that at, at some point in 1500s, 1700s, I, I can't remember the exact date of the Renaissance off the top of my head, and I don't really care to Google it right now, but there was a period of time in Europe where art and science was revolutionized by some really bright people like Galileo, Michelangelo, Raphael, um, the, you know, and <clears throat> new understanding, deeper understanding, perspectival understanding radically transformed the lives of everybody in Europe and really spilled over and benefited the rest of the world. And we really look back on the Renaissance as a, as, as a, a high watermark for the human species because, you know, such profound, there was such an abundance of, of profound genius um, distributed across the European population, especially in Italy, um, and, and what ended up happening with the, Revo with the Renaissance is as, as a process of ideas, as a process of creative work, as a process of new commodities, new mercantilism, and new science, the, 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 this, 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 this subculture of potent ideas 
catalyzed and transformed the larger culture. And what this allowed people to do is, 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 is become more prosperous in, new, in newer and more interesting ways. And it also resolved the macro-organism that they sustained themselves as so that it was more powerful, it was more effective, it was more exciting. It, 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 brought, it brought greater life into, into, into the common people's lives. And, and it transformed history. And what I'm saying is, what we need right now in order to resolve the inequities of our, our social and civic fabric, and what we need now in order to free us to do the work that we need to do to save our planet, is we need a renaissance. And that's really exciting, and it gets even more exciting when you realize that it's already beginning to happen. Social media is driving a new culture of ideas, a new culture of perspectival shifts. And whether you're talking about podcasts like Joe Rogan or you're talking about um, um, <clears throat> artists on Instagram, <clears throat> new products on Instagram. You know, the, 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 there's, 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 there's a, a wave of products being advertised on Instagram and Facebook through direct marketing, and it's these 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 things are trying to. Most of these manufacturers are trying to put together products that are are world changing, and, and they're, they're they're great ideas. Whether it's whether it's a, a new soap manufacturer that 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 um, <clears throat> works with tablets of, of dish soap that go into bottles of water and and, and are transformed. Um, other cleaning products, you know, I, I love the, the, the emergence of um, new non-alcoholic beverages. I gotta, I gotta try Kin, <laughs> or, or uh, I forget which one. The, the, I need to see the advertisement for it. It's the one in the cans. I gotta try these, or the bottles rather. It's one of the bottles. I don't remember what it's called. It, curious, curious. I think it is. Curious elixirs. There's an, there's an overwhelming surge of crowdsourced. Merchandise, products that, 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 that revolutionize how we consume. And there's an overwhelming surge of talented new artists and, and new thinkers who are bringing new ideas, new insights, new, new blood to the fore. So... I would argue that a renaissance has already begun. And the first renaissance didn't have a stated purpose to steer it. And I'm, I'm going to say that what's needed during the second great renaissance, and I think it's perfectly fine for us to call it that, what's needed is we need, we need a steering guideline um, to, 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 to lead us collectively together to revolutionize human culture so that we can revolutionize the, the, the types of macroorganisms that we succeed as. And remember, the aim here is to transcend the parasitic. The aim here is to produce a human culture that is based on stewardship principles, that works with long games 
that works with conserving resources, that works with understanding that what's left on the planet has to last many, many, many generations. And that works with understanding that, that the planet isn't going to heal itself on its own. We've got to pick up our messes. And so, so this is just a quick little podcast to throw out that, that if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're looking at the culture right now, regardless of the side of the political spectrum that you're on, if you're looking at the culture right now, you're looking at a sick culture. The, the, the left in this country is looking at a sick culture. The right in this country, whether or not you're going to, you know, I, I can't stand by and support a lot of what the right's been doing lately because it's deranged and it's tyrannical and it is actually treasonous. But we'll just accept that <clears throat> the position there also is they, they uh, you know, the reason they're, 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 they're freaking out about and, and engaging in bad behavior is because they also see that the culture is screwed up and it's resolving in, 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 into something that, 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 that makes the planet and people sick. Now they're coming up with their solution to the problem, which is to install a tyranny in the government and, and let, let tyranny correct the social fouls that upset the right so much. You know, that's, that's really what the right wants. The right talks about wanting smaller government and less policing, but the, the truth of the matter is the right wants a tyranny, and that, that requires a very, very large government. Um, but, but still, you know, there's, there's, there's an acknowledgement on the part of the right that, that, that the, the culture is sick and the larger macroorganism is sick as well. And so the, the, the remedy here is to really build upon the, 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 the foundation, the groundwork of, 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 of blooming ideas that are already taking off in society right now and recognize that this is in fact a renaissance. And we have to, to embrace that renaissance and release ourselves into the continuous present moment by celebrating and by enriching the conditions of the Renaissance that are already present. My work is all about trying to cultivate a Renaissance and when you really get into what it is that I, that I, that I want to be doing with, with the, the greater public under the aegis of the Institute for Endogenous Technology when it's relaunched, um, it's it's entire my 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 entire goal my entire objective is to actualize a potent and effective and swift renaissance that rapidly changes ideas connects people to different kinds of commodities that 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 that, that thrive more healthfully in the world and it also leads people to greater experiences of wholeness and thriving within themselves. Our culture is not predisposed to make people happy. Our culture is not predisposed to make people healthy. Our culture actually wants us to be sick. It wants us to be blind. It wants us to not see what it is that we're giving rise to because it's afraid that if, it, if we see what it gives rise to, we will collectively stop doing that and that larger organism will die. And I'm saying the larger macroorganisms that, that, that collectively scour the planet with their caustic appetites do need to die. And we do need to replace them. We need to replace the parasites, the macro parasites, 
with stewards, macro stewards. We need to bring in stewardship and we need to bring back the garden. If we want to save the planet, we have to strengthen the garden. We have to protect animals. And we have to, I, I watched a great video of a, of a man, I think, it, I, I don't know where, um, it was a TikTok thing. Um, there was a sloth trying to cross the road and it was a very busy highway and he wasn't sure he was gonna make it. And of course he's a sloth, so he's moving two, two inches a minute. Guy gets out of his car, picks the sloth up, carries the sloth across the busy road, all the way to, all the way to a tree, really kind about it, hooks, hooks the sloth up to a tree and, and waits until all four sloth paws are attached to a, a tree, and then backs up. And the sloth turns around and looks at him and just smiles and grins ear to ear. You know, like, animals want us to intervene. Animals want us to save them from our industrial mistakes. And the, the more opportunities we have to participate with the animal kingdom, the better off we're all going to be. It's, I, I, I would argue that animal, react, animal interactions on the whole are far more consistently rewarding than interpersonal human interactions, so long as we're governed by this, 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 this ca caustic, toxic culture that, that preys on our, our unhappiness and f resolves us into larger organisms that prey on and, and feast upon the vitality of the planet. So there are a lot of things to say about chewing through a renaissance, but I want this to be an under, under I want this to be under 20 minutes today because I just I want a warm up lecture. It's been a while since I've been um, um, working with my new material, so I just want to keep this simple. Remember, macroorganism theory, which is part of Bloom theory, states that we resolve. It's also relativity five. We resolve as larger organisms collectively in layers. So, so you're, you're, you, you, you give rise to a romantic pairing with your, with your spouse. That's, that gives rise to a larger organism. Your family gives rise to a larger organism. Your churches, your schools, your businesses give rise to large, larger organisms. Your state gives rise to larger organisms. Your, your nation gives rise to larger organisms. And then the planet's human population gives rise to larger organisms. And then on top of that, at the very top of that, and also at the very base of that simultaneously, the human species is giving rise to a larger chemical system. We've got to correct the culture so that we can correct the, the macro-organisms and the chemical system that we resolve in if we're going to successfully save our planet. This has been Brandon Heckman. I'm part of something called the Institute for Endogenous Technology. This is Culture Catalyzes Climate. Happy Valentine's Day.